Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. She just released an EP with the artists uh, Diplo and Labyrinth. Their collaboration is called LSD, which I think is pretty cool. I listened to it recently. It's pretty trippy, so it lives up to the name. And I'd love to know more about the S and LSD. I'm talking about... Singer, recording artist, Sia. How's it going? Hello, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure actually to be on a podcast because, you know, I, I cover my face. So yeah, I, I, I noticed you, you even on the podcast, you, you've come in here with that uh, giant, is it a helmet? What, 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 explain what you got going on right now. Yeah, so it's my hair, um, but it's brushed in front of my face. Um, just I don't want to be noticed by anybody. But it's so big. Do you like grow it's, it out like that? So yes, I do. And then I spread, I've got some mousse and I've got some hairspray and I make it really hard. It's actually, if you knock it, it's actually rock hard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that. Like, it feels like a protective shell. It's That's exactly what it is. And I feel like it's a protective shell also for my emotional state. So nobody can see who I am. Uh, why, why? Okay. We'll get into that a little more because I, you've been very public about like how you, you want your music to be just your voice and not like part of your face and stuff. And you, you, you've, you've gone through the ringer with the music industry, which I completely respect. And, uh, you, you give kind of hope to someone like me who's still like plugging along, trying to get a career started. Mm-hmm. Uh, but You're welcome. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you got going on right now. Cause you just released the EP with, uh, yes, with Diplo. Oh my yeah. God. Such a sweetheart Diplo. A lot of people don't know that about Diplo. He's actually one of the nicest people I've ever met. He walks my dog. Really? Now on the weekend. Yes. It, it, it's interesting because. Uh, my experience with Diplo has just been his like Twitter feuds he has. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, he is, he's a bit of a, he's a bit, he's a bit of an instigator. Um, but really he means well, he, he just can't help. He's got to say what's on his mind. He's a sweetheart. Really? Yeah. Like, all right. Give me an example of how he's a sweetheart. Um, because re- really what I have, what comes to mind when I hear Diplo is like the fights he's gotten in with Taylor Swift and saying misogynist bad news stuff. Yes. Oh my God. Well, first of all, Taylor Swift is a slut. We, we can all agree on that. Um, but I'm sorry if you've got a personal friendship with her. I mean, she has been on the show. Oh um, no. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm yeah. sorry, Taylor. Sorry, yeah. Taylor. So Edit Taylor, this out. If you're listening, Edit this out, Taylor. Um, you know, n- n- there's nothing personal between you and me right now. This is just between you and Sia. Sia. Yes, Sia officially has beef with Taylor Swift. Um, so Diplo is a sweetheart because... Um, so the other day, I came home really late. He had cleaned my entire house. He did all my dishes. And um, he had hired a personal chef to make dinner for me, which I never do, classically. Um, so, you know, he just really cares about me. It's interesting uh, because, like, you've worked with... Uh, a few DJs and like famous like music producers like David Guetta and stuff. Mm. But like, are you used to that kind of like party boy, like EDM scene? Because it seems like it's something you've tried to escape later in your career. Yeah. So I do 
you know, when I'm in the EDM scene, uh, it really, it's very nostalgic for me. It really takes me back to my roots when I was a young girl in Australia. Um, so I, I visit it from time to time, but you're right. I'm not, I'm not super in that scene anymore. Um, it's more just like if I'm feeling like walking down memory lane, I'll just go to a club and, and you know, do some headbanging to some to some EDM for hours and hours. Do they headbang? I, I see. I don't understand EDM too well. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to a few house concerts, and I don't know how to get into it. What, what are you supposed to do? I think you're supposed to take drugs. Honestly, that's the thing that helps a lot of people is the Molly, the the MDMA. Okay. Um, which I used to take a lot in my youth. Um, not so much anymore. But um, you know what? You just gotta. You just it's it's one of those things you either like it or you don't. And if you don't like it, Aaron, that's all right. You know, you don't have to like it. It sounds like you say I don't have to like it, but a lot of people and uh, even you like have a tone to your voice saying like maybe, you know, if you don't like it, you're not cool. All right. Well, you know what? You're right. That is what I think. I do think that if you don't like it, you're you're not cool. So I'm sorry to put that out in the open, but that's true. I'm sorry. If you want to be cool, Erin, do drugs. Everybody knows that. It's the age old tale from from the dawn of time since we were little kids. If you want to be cool, do drugs. Okay. Um, I mean, it's. I've been told I'm uncool my whole life, so... Oh, I don't, that's really sad. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm really sorry it about that. It happens, you know? It's w- what happens when you grow up as a theater nerd and... Uh, wouldn't you think, though, that being a man in theater, wouldn't that mean that you're like, you know, the girls love you? You'd think that, but uh, really they're just like, you know... Uh, He's such a nice friend. Mm. And then, like, you know, people say mean things, you know. And these are the people that are, like, you know, doing drugs and being cool, I guess. Well, you know what I say? Fuck them and do whatever you want because here you are. You live in New York by yourself. You're a grown man. Who cares? That that is true, you know. Um, You know, I I think we all have, like... These like ideas of cool that stem from our youth. Mm. Uh, is what did the cool kids in your youth do, and like how how did that develop for you? The cool kids in my youth, their parents were all divorced. Um, so I said, "Mummy, Daddy, get a divorce. I want to be cool." And they did for me, so that automatically made me rise to the top of the ranks. Um, and then, yeah, I was a bit of a I was a bit of a Regina George, if you know what I mean. In my you're in my a mean little, girl. I was a little bit. I was a bit of a bully, but you know, loved people loved to hate me. Um, I had a pet kangaroo that I that I brought to school, so that also made me extremely cool because nobody else could afford a kangaroo. It was like, mummy, daddy, I'm sad you, you divorced, even though... I'm Which one got you the kangaroo? kangaroo. The, my daddy. Okay. Yeah, my mummy bought me a diamond bracelet and I was like, mummy, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm 14 years old. I don't need diamonds, mummy. I, well, weird transition. Like... What what is the point of a diamond bracelet? In I agree. Uh, what is it's like? Okay, so it costs a lot. Apparently, it's pretty. I guess nice to look at. It's really just heavy, and then it's the stress of like, oh my god, I'm carrying around like a five thousand dollar bracelet yeah. that someone's going to steal. Exactly. It's like taunting people. Yes, I mean not to victim blame here, but it is a bit like you know why what's why bother. I don't know. I, I think uh, uh, the artist Lord said it best mm. when in her song Royals, you know. Yes. 
Like it, it, it's all consumerism, you know. It's all consumerism. Lord is a good, good friend of mine. I was mine. about to. That 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 was my transition, <laughs> uh, actually. Yes. Was it because uh, you, you have like a lot of artists? It seems like you either inspired or like have a similar sound to you, and mm. uh, Lord being one of them, talking about like post-consumerism and mm-hmm. like these like darker things, and then most recently, uh, Billie Eilish. Oh, yes, Billy. She's practically my daughter. Really? Yes. I mean, she's young enough to be my daughter, for sure. It's, she's it's 17 years old, the poor girl. Yeah, and she's just like the top of the charts right now. Top of the freaking charts. Are you planning on having Billy on the show? She's been on the show, actually. She has been. Yeah. Billy, you know what it is? She thinks of me too much as a mother. She doesn't tell me anything. Oh, yeah. No, Um. she she was great. She, she just liked being weird, she likes to say, and... uh. She, I don't know. She, she's very ambiguous person, and mm-hmm. ju- just kind of like spoke in like ambiguous ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. is that that an act, or is that just how she is all the time? You know what is really sad about Billy? I'm certain that she's clinically depressed and is going untreated, and that's really too bad. That's um, upsetting. It is upsetting. Um, but you know what? I guess she'll figure it out when she's technically an adult. Um, Speaking of mental health, you, yes. you've you've had your. Th- Issues in the past and mm-hmm. um, like this draws back to actually to what you have going on on your head right now. Yes. Um, My this, helmet hair. Yeah, helmet yeah. hair, literally. <laughs> hey, hey, do you use it as a helmet? Um, I don't not use it as a helmet. Um, I do, think you wear, it, do you wear a helmet on top of it when you're like bicycling? Or? When I'm bicycling, I obviously we- also wear a helmet to be safe. But uh, truly, if it flies off, it doesn't matter because my hair is so ding dang dong hard. Have you ever like fallen like off the stage and then like your hair like saved you? I actually have. Yes, once. Actually, no. I'll give you an example of when it saved me and of when it was my demise. So it saved me. I was falling off the stage, as you so bravely stated. You know, it's hard to see in the helmet. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a lot of vision going on there. No, not at all. And um, I was dancing, as I do, with um, little Maddie Ziegler, my little pet. Um, We were doing a little dance. I fell off the stage and I did. I hit my helmet head so hard on the ground, but it saved me. But another time I was swimming in a pool, sank right to the bottom. Jumped in, sank right to the bottom. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was. I, how, I nearly how did drowned. You, how'd, you, how'd you survive? Diplo saved me. Diplo? Yes. Really? See, it told you he's a sweetheart. Sounds like it. He's Sounds a bit like... of a sexist, anti-feminist, but he's a sweetheart deep down in there. Yeah, it seems like he cares about his friends. Yeah, or maybe he just has some sort of like Madonna complex with me where like he thinks I'm, I'm, I'm like royalty, so he'll worship me, but he hates all other women. Oh yeah, I mean that. That I'm. I'm glad that he's nice to you. But, but yeah, he's the, nice to me. That's what I mean. I can't say anything bad about him. He's nice to me. <laughs> that's that's fair. I mean, but if you you are a good friend of him, like I think the best friends are the ones that keep us in check. For sure, definitely, absolutely. Just like I do with Lord. I'm like Lord. I came first. I'm older. I don't sound like you. You sound like me, Lord. So wait, is that you keeping her in check or are you just being petty? No, I'm keeping her in check because she's always like, oh, oh my God, everyone was like, Sia sounds just like you. And I'm like, no, 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 Lord, you sound like me. You're younger. I was here first. Yeah, you, you've actually had like quite a, a career before you uh, achieved like the critical fame with like your first hit uh, Chandelier. You've been yes. signed with a major record label since 2000. That's and, right, and 19 years. 
Yeah, and you were uh, performing in uh, Britain, and you, you you achieved like some success on the Brit charts, but like never anything worldwide, and never th- anything in like the top ten. Mm-hmm. Thank but you for reminding me. I am sorry, but this is, I'm I'm doing this just kind of give a recap to our listeners. Of course, of Let course. them know what your story is. Because uh, in 2010, you actually took a break from music and you decided to like not perform anymore and that you were just going to write. And actually, that is kind of where you started to like get traction because you wrote some like big hits, mm-hmm. like uh, the song Titanium That's was right. written by you. The song Rihanna's song Diamonds written by you. But did you know that for Titanium, so my vocals are on that, and who was it that produced that? Was it David? Yeah, David Getta. Yes, David Getta. He used my vocals without my permission. Oh, really? Yes, and that is when I started wearing my helmet um, because everyone was coming up to me on the street being like, oh, my God, see, I love you, I love you. And I'm like, "Um, I'm trying to have a private conversation with my friend. I never asked to be famous. Yeah, because I I know uh, Alicia Keys then sang it after you. Yes. Um, Love, Alicia. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I recognize that, but it, it is titled as his song, which is odd. I know, and he put, they're my lyrics, and it's my voice. Yeah. So yeah, like, he's a little snake, that David Gitter. Oh, okay, so... Have you ever had David on the show? I have not had David Good, on the show. Good, don't ever have him. Why? Because now I'm saying you can't. <laughs> I mean, if it would make you feel better, I'll, I'll say that I won't have him, but, I mean, really, we're, we're thirsty for guests here to be... Frankly, honest. Honestly, David is not even that relevant. Really? You should have David Spade on. David Spade. Wow. Yes, I love David. Da- wait, Spade. is David Spade relevant? Yeah. Has he been He's relevant funny man. since like the nineties? Yeah, but that's the thing about the nineties is the nineties are in now. Yeah, I'm, I, mean, I think, I think he has back. a talk show right now, actually. But like, he's he's substituted for for Jimmy Kimmel sometimes oh, on okay. Jimmy Kimmel's talk show. That that's weird. Yeah, I know they do that sometimes. They're like, Jennifer Aniston, you go in for Ellen DeGeneres, you know. Have you ever been that. on a talk show when it had a sub? Um, when it had a sub, um I think yes. So one time I was on Oprah, but it was actually my good friend Reese Witherspoon who was subbing for Oprah. Really? Yes. Uh, yep. Is that weird or? Um, oh my god, no! Reese is the best. I was a bit. I was a bit disappointed, honestly. I was like, Reese, I have lunch with you all the time. I would love to meet Oprah, but I guess they sort of needed a filler for when Oprah wasn't there. You know, they don't want to waste the really good guests on, on someone who's not Oprah. Okay. And this, how, how long ago was this? Because Oprah hasn't had a show in forever. Yes, this was... This um, is pre-Chandelier, at least. This was pre-Chandelier. This was 25 years ago in in 1994. Oh, wow. So you were, like, very young to music right then. Yeah, I was actually only on the show because um, I had um, a hot dog cart that went a bit viral in the news. 1994. Like, Reese Witherspoon hadn't even done, like, Legally Blonde yet. Yeah, we. Were, it was kind of just like... Oh, like Oprah's out of town, you know, we need somebody. Let's get this girl. She's done like one movie or something. Let's get Reese to do I, it. I, I mean, if that tape exists, I would love to see it because like... Oh, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a private link. Oh, thank you. I've that, got a link that's, to that's, it. That's, 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 I appreciate that because they're, they're just two budding stars before their careers exploded. I know. That's the thing. We always think about like... I mean, Reese was kind of famous then because she had already done Election. That's right. She was, she was more famous than me. Like I said, at the time, I was only famous for... For having this hot dog cart. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, I mean, 
Yet again, I'd love to hear the interview. And thank you for uh, offering to send me the link. Oh, my God. You're so welcome. All right. Before we move into the next section of our show, I still want to ask, because I know our listeners are wondering, because you've only done four songs with uh, Diplo and Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to do more? Do you have some like stuff in the tank ready to like release on the crowd? I, I, we really want to know what's next for Sia. What is next for Sia? Sia is definitely, she's got, I'm talking in third person now, she's got songs coming for sure. I think maybe Diplo is not great for my career. So as much as I love him, as much as he is a sweetheart, I might leave him behind in the next tracks. Um, Don't tell him. Uh, What about Labyrinth? What has it been like working with him? Oh, Labyrinth is amazing actually. Um, But he's a bit of an enigma. Um, Every night... Like when we were on the road and we were when we were in the studio, he would like go into this like cocoon sort of like um, like this like sleeping bag and zip himself up and be like, do not wake me for 12 hours. It made recording very difficult. So he's not a good collaborator in that sense. Then. Not creatively. He's a brilliant, but um, practically he's a, he's a bit of a he's a bit difficult to work with just in, in the practicality of like, well, I'm going to need you to be awake. To do the music, Labyrinth. That, that, that's fair. So so you have more solo stuff then coming out if it's not with LSD? I Do you have a solo song coming out? Yes, I'm going to drop a hit single um, unannounced. But I'm also, I'm actually doing a collab, an album of collabs. Um, Ten songs, each song with a different artist. Um, I can't say who for legal reasons I signed an NDA. But one of the, one of the artists rhymes with... Neonce. Oh, very wow! That's but it. That's I didn't, very. You didn't ex- hear it from me. That's very exciting. Uh, we was. still haven't been able to get Beyonce on the show. Oh, I know she's so busy. And she you is know the what? hardest artist to pin down. She's a bit she, hoity-toity about it as well. She's yeah. a bit like you can't. Like, you she's can't even interview her. She's kind of distanced herself from the Lion King movie this summer, and like won't even do interviews for it. It's like you're not. You like yes, you're very famous, but come on, you got to talk to the people. It's part of the job. It's part of the job. Yeah, and I appreciate you talking to us uh you said you're dropping some singles can you give our listeners like i know this is a big ask but can you mm-hmm. give our listeners a taste of what might be to come sure like a little like a little lick All yeah right, yeah here's a little song that i wrote <clears throat> what's it called it's called um love okay i'm in love with you i'm in love with you Wow, that was amazing. Oh my god, thank you. Like uh, who who's doing producing that for you? Um unfortunately David Gitter. I hate what? his fucking wow. cuts, but, but you're still working with him. I'm still what he gives me deals, you know. He's like, see ya, anything to have you back, anything to be able to work with you again. And I'm like, all right, you I'll I'll pay you ten dollars. And he's like, okay, I'll do it for ten dollars. <laughs> I mean it's okay. like, uh, how can I say no, you know? And that's completely fair. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I think we're all looking forward to that release and to your collaboration with... Um, Neonce. Neonce. Yes. Um, that, uh, there's a lot to look forward to, and I'm so glad you were able to come and hang with us. So uh, at this point, we like to do a little bit of uh, game, uh, speed sections in our uh, show. We play a few games on this show. 
Um, basically, the first game we like to play is Fuck, Mary Kill. <gasps> yes, I love this game. Okay. Oh, it's my favorite game. Okay. So uh, I know we talked about EDM uh, mm. recently mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, we also talked about how you hide your face. Well, yes. I've, I have a list of three artists that do EDM that all hide their face. <gasps> oh, my God. So the first one is Dead Mouse. Yes. Second one, Daft Punk. Third one, Marshmallow. Oh my god! Fuck Mary Kill, Dead Mouth Five, as I call him. That's my little nickname for for Dead Mouth Five. What was the second one? Uh, Daft Punk. Daft Punk and Marshmallow. Yeah, Daft Punk, former guests of the show. Okay, so I'm literally, I think I would marry Daft Punk. Um, he I've never seen his face, but yeah, he's there, there's two of them. Oh my god! I'd marry yeah. both of them. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that's great. I'm 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 actually polyamorous, so that works out perfectly. Amazing. And then I'd probably have sex with um, Marshmallow because I imagine it would be squishy. So uh, so I'd, it would be fun. It'd be like a bit of an adventure. And Dead Mail Five. I'm so sorry, but you're like a brother to me, and I I couldn't. I'd, I guess I'd have to kill him. What what irony. Killing I know. The, the, artist the one with, you love. No, the artist with dead in his name. Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's, sorry, Dead Mouth 5. All right. Well, the next part of our show we like to do is we like to play a little bit of word association. Basically, I'm going to say a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. First word, bulletproof. Coffee. Lights. Camera. Candles. Fire. Dance. Molly. Hide. And seek. Disguise. Underground. Big. Tall person. Mask. Um, um, the North Pole. Electronic. Ness. Music. Oh, life. And fame. That musical. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Sia for stopping on by. Sia, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Um, If I could give one piece of advice to every person in the world, it would be just be yourself, but don't show anybody what you look like. All right. Well, thank you, Sia, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. again for listening to the yes and i am podcast this podcast has been completely improvised so instead of having the actual sia with us here today has been my buddy eileen hanley how's it going eileen hey how's it going i'm actually american yeah you committed (laughs) to that accent Yeah, I don't actually know if she's Australian. She's Australian? She is. Okay, yeah, You, you okay, had good, your good, facts good. down. Yes. I was like, is she looking at my sheet? Wow, this is Hell impressive. No. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you um, gave me her. I was worried you would give me someone that I like had no idea who they were. What's but. your experience with Sia? You know, I love Chandelier. Um, I love that other Elastic Heart. Mm-hmm. I've watched those two music videos like 50 times. Um, what and about I do Cheap Thrills? I don't know that one. Baby, I know you have fun tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I know that song. And like, yeah, like I know that she's written for other artists and I've and I'm a fan of her voice and her music and I know that she doesn't Love Titanium. Titanium's a That's banger. a great song. It's a freaking great song. Yeah. Good job, Sia. Yeah. Um, so wait, so you, you knew Maddie Ziegler too. I was, I, was I impressed know. By that yeah. You really, I'm, I'm super like not up on a lot of 
pop culture. So you really gave me a person that I knew relatively a lot about, which was great. Yeah, no. Um, she, like, how did you know she was Australian? I knew that she wasn't American. And I was like, she's either Australian or British. And I'm just going with Australian. I, like, I didn't know she was Australian until I was doing my notes because I thought she was British because she's been in uh, England most of her life. Yeah, that's what I yeah, I think that I I almost thought she was British. So it was just was a like, really lucky guess. It was a lucky guess. It was nice. lucky guess. That's and amazing. the fact that you didn't say anything about it was like, oh, I guess she is Australian. I was like, because if I had said British, you would have been like, aren't you Australian? I would have been like, yeah, it's like a colonized Australian accent. Yeah, no, I mean, England. yeah, of, of, of course. Um, it's, it, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really bad with accents, mm. so I can't really tell the difference between oh, yeah. British and Australian <laughs> sometimes. Okay, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, no. It, sometimes it just falls on deaf ears here. Right. Um, and just like, yeah, that sounds like proper English. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you can understand the words. No. Oh, I mean, uh, some American accents, you can't understand a word. Oh, my God. Saying. I know. It's insane. Um, it's insane. No, it's funny. Uh, we just recently, like, recorded a Barbara Streisand episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it, it was funny because, like, as soon as you hear that, like, Brooklyn accent, mm-hmm. you're like, your mind goes to a certain place. And like, oh, yeah, that's that person. Right. Totally. Uh, um, so, like, as much as, like, I'm bad with accents, I'm, like, good with, like, associating accents with people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if someone, like, if if Sia didn't have an Australian accent, people would be like, well, I guess she's not, like, so famous you would even know. But, like, I don't know. If Jennifer Aniston had, like, a British accent, you'd be like, that's weird. You yeah. Know? I mean, Madonna developed a British accent. Yeah. Oh my God. So did Lindsay Lohan. Wait, lives, Lindsay Lohan developed a British she lives, accent? She lived in Dubai. I think she lives in Dubai. And so I watched an interview of her and she's like, yeah, it's a very subtle, but it is weird. It's like you like changed your accent. And then she talks about how like, she's like, well, when you live in Dubai, it's just hard to not pick <laughs> it up. It's like, okay, you're a psychopath, but I love you somehow. Yeah. Um, we're, Have we're you had st- Lindsay on the show? No, we oh haven't had Lilo Have yet. We're still waiting for that Lilo comeback. I love, I actually love her. I know that she's like psycho, but I love her so much. I think it's just because of the... The Parent Trap, yeah, Freaky I know, Friday, I don't know. I mean, like, the childhood memories. Th- th- there's, uh, it's a tricky situation with like people like Lilo and Amanda Bynes mm-hmm. and stuff because y- you want them to have their comeback before you like interview them in like a show like this. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be like, so you've done a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, exactly. Talk about it. You haven't done any, like, what do you have coming up? And they're like, oh, Nothing. I'm showing up at a club and getting paid for an appearance. I know. That's what they do. That's insane. And that's what Lindsay Lohan has like made a career on recently is just Ow. like club appearances and like people just want to like party with Lindsay Lohan. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. I she's don't... only like 30. No, she's way older than that. Wait, maybe she's 32. She's no. young. Wait, really? I'm going to Google it right yeah, now. Yeah, d- do it up because like, I do. I think she's like super young. That's really upsetting for me I if know. that's the case. No, I know. Because I was I, like, there's I, no I, way you're I, not like almost 40. I know you would think because um, when she got famous, she was born in '86, so she just turned 32. Oh man, that's so insane. Yeah, no, it's like that's not too far from Lindsay. my age. Um, man, wow. Uh, yeah, so it's like sometimes I like avoid doing guests like that because right. like 
it's just like I don't want it to be a bummer. I want something yeah. fun to happen. But you know, totally. if, like, yeah, hopefully Lindsay, you know, has her comeback. Does well, it? I mean, there's also like no shortage of celebrities who aren't yeah, going no, crazy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just rails. does like a Herbie reboot. You know? Oh my god, I want her to do a like a Parent Trap. Like in, she's the parent now. Yeah, and or like, yeah, like she has kids now, but also she and her twin sister, like. You know, now they're friends and they're adults. Oh, boy. That would be funny. Uh, I, sometimes I wonder, like, who they're making these movies for. Because, like, they, yeah. they, they've, like... I, I don't know if you have uh, saw the posters, but there's, like, live-action Dora the Explorer coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's insane. And I, I don't who know... Cares? Exactly. Why? Yeah, because the, the kids that watch Dora the Explorer are definitely, like, adults now. Yeah. And, like... Are, are adults going to want to watch Adora the Explorer? Yeah, is it like Adora's an adult? Or is it just like she's still a child, but it's for adults? And if it's for kids, they don't care if it's live action. Why waste the money? You yeah, know? It is it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah, this is one of my weird tangents I like to get on. Yeah, I would have loved to be in the room when someone was pitching that. They're like, okay, it's Dora. But, but gritty. She, but gritty Dora. Yeah. Who's going to watch it? Yeah. No discernible audience. It sounds like my improv team. Like, what are, uh, For the listeners out there and for you, Eileen, yes. I'm on an improv team called Gritty Reboot. Basically, nice. we get suggested like family-friendly things, and mm-hmm. we do the gritty reboot of them. Oh, that's fun. So I just feel like this Dora the Explorer thing is just the gritty reboot of Dora it, the Explorer. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's probably going to be funny for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, it's like people will probably see it because they'll be like, this is weird. Why are we doing this? And then they'll, and then that's how they'll make their money. I mean. The uh, random people that decide to see yeah, it. Yeah, but they're not going to make money. They're, they're taking a bath on this. Yeah. There's no way this movie makes money. I don't understand. It's weird. I mean, and that, but like the same thing could have been said about the Jumanji reboot. And that was a huge success. So. Yes. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Anyways, Eileen, you are a actor, improviser, comedian in the city. What have yes. you been up to these days? Um, these days, you know, I'm just sort of going around. I'm I have songs that I've written, my hit single, I have a crush on every boy. Um, you can see on my Instagram, but I go around town, I do that song a lot. Um, I play the piano, so I Accompany myself on piano. Yeah, um, you, you do a weekly thing on your Instagram where you like... I improvise so- songs. songs. Yeah. Yes, that's very fun. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just kind of like around town performing. Um, you know, you know how the hustle is. Yeah, this is going to be released sometime around September. Uh, any shows coming up? Um, shows coming up in September. Um, September, the first week of September, I'm going to be in Maine for my best friend's wedding. Oh, Shout okay. out to well, Bailey. You're performing Bailey there. and Jared, congrats. <laughs> oh my God. I actually, my boyfriend and I, so my boyfriend's an opera singer. Oh, and, okay, cool. Um, I'm also a singer and we, so we're singing in their wedding. Oh, cute. Um, it is super cute. We're very good. Um, we sang in my sister's wedding three years ago also, which was fun. Um, so in September, I think that I'm hosting a show at the Footlight, which I've done like absolutely zero prep work on in September. Um, so I'm going to have to be getting on that by the time this is released. Of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm out, I'm out there all the time. For Book all your, your shows, yeah, sure. Bitches. Yeah. For all your dates and details, where can people find them? Um, on my Instagram, um, at Glitterists. So it's like glitter on your wrists. Um, people are always like, why? I'm like, well, say it three times fast. And what does it sound like? 
Glitter risk, glitter risk. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so Glitter is also my website, EileenHanley.com. I have a calendar there with, like, actually all my shows on it. Um, so, yeah. But I also just, like, I also perform with my improv team, the Sister Wives. Um, we're an all-female team. We're super fun. and Sister Wives improv, not to be confused with Sister Wives sketch. No, do not <laughs> confuse us. Wait, is because the, there's also are they in New York? The, the sketch team, yeah, yeah, they perform at the pit with the, the same place you well, guys. Well, they're not all women, so yeah, it's true. I ask you, Sister Wives sketch, what's that about? Um, and there's also <laughs> a Sister Wives comedy in L.A. Um, there's, I think, an improv team in L.A. called the Sister Wives, but I think they are all women. So, um, yeah, I don't know whatever, the sketch it's team. fine. Um, I'll ask them one day. Because I know them. <laughs> yeah. Um, just be like, hey, um, why? Why is that your name? Rebrand. You know what? Yeah, maybe rebrand. Yeah. But just have a rumble fine. for the, the name sister wise. Yeah, we're going to have a rumble. And yeah. All right. Take but all. Yeah. Check out the Sister Rides Improv. Um, and yeah, uh, if you want to check us out on Instagram, we're at yes and I am. I'll post a pic of me and Eileen there, a link to her Instagram, and you'll be able to find her easily like that. Thank you again, Eileen, for stopping by, and thank you all for listening, and we will see you all next time. Bye.